What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beers and And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about beers, beers and, and Super Zeros. Yeah. Hey, yo. That was, that was the best one we've done yet. That was a pretty good one. I feel one. like it was. I don't know why, for some reason, we both look, we don't look at one another. We don't look at the well, camera. I know we you're here. I just look off into nowhere when we're trying to say whatever the name of the topic is. I think I was looking at the camera, but, you know, we'll, we'll play it back and we'll look. Well, I guess I'm just projecting what I wasn't doing then. <laughs> so what's going on today, Nick? Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. You well, know, well, just, uh, just another fun, uh, fun Saturday afternoon here in Asbury Park. We're going to a barbecue in a little bit. Oh yes, we are. I'm. Ve- we're no. We are going. We're going to a oh, gala. We're going to a gala. I cannot wait for you to see what I purchased at the thrift store to go ahead and wear for oh, this I'm particular excited. occasion. I realized that uh, I was looking through the the blazers, uh, like the men's blazers. Yeah. And men's fashion and like men's blazers are sometimes the most boring things in the world so i had to get a little uh i had to get a little creative oh that's what i like to hear yeah i'm uh not gonna spoil anything too much but i will tell you i'm bringing back the ascot oh fancy you know i think if i'm not mistaken i think we've got a little bit of time before we wrap up and i might i'd like have to be there so i might actually run out to go and pick up another uh accoutrement if you will before uh before i will go at all yeah, I'm oh, going to figure it all out. But uh, yeah, welcome to uh, another uh, another fun episode. I was, I was going to try and clap. I was going to hit the mic. It wasn't going to work out well. Of uh, beers and today, beers and Super Zero. Super Zero. What is a Super Zero? Well, um, in my eyes, it's a superhero that is either not very well known or scrapped. At, at the point of lame. production, kind of lame, yeah. maybe not a great super power. Yeah, it was one of those things, uh, you know, we, we go back and forth. Whomever is picking the beer for the day, and you know, today's a, a Nick's pick, you know, usually then we'll go ahead and either, sometimes we'll like mutually agree on a topic or sometimes it's like, a, you pick one, I'll pick one. Yeah, and, you know, I was kind of driving along. Super zero. Yeah, I was thinking about like, again, I don't know anything about like the Marvel Universe or any of that kind of like stuff. And I was like, ah. If you gave me the opportunity to like know all of the superhero rejects, guaranteed I would be like all about it, know. all into it. Okay. So uh, so that's what we'll be getting into in just a little bit. Yes. But before anything else, let's uh, what's uh, what's what's fermenting over in Brew News? Brew News. Well, before we do Brew News, I'm oh, gonna yeah. I'm gonna quick question you again. Oh, that's right. Damn it, I forgot. We're doing that's this good. Now. I, I like that you forget. <laughs> Shit. I'm really okay. enjoying the fact that he forgets. So um to. This episode's quick question for you. Yeah. If you had all of the resources that you would need to accomplish this feat monetarily, physically, you have a team of people behind you, mm-hmm. would you rather explore deep space or the unknown of the ocean floor? Unknown of the ocean floor. Hands down, really. Hands down, no questions asked. That was really easy for you. Absolutely it is. Why? It Because we live on Earth, and to me, I'm like, I like the idea. I'm more curious about what we don't know and that we don't know everything that exists on the planet that we're already on. Like to me, it's one of those things where it's like 
you didn't finish the first project. You can't start on the next one yet. So like to sure. me, it's one of those things I would, and the ocean is beautiful and creepy and scary. Like it's a beautiful mistress. It's, and I think it's also one of those things where it's finite. It's okay. finite. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where like eventually we don't know where it is or what it looks like or any of that sort of stuff. But like, we do know that there is some sort of an end. Like that's, to, yeah. I mean, I guess unless you're like a flat earther or whatever, even though, okay. So if we're including, uh, are we including under the earth's surface? Like, Oh yeah. Like I think that there's, Oh yeah. Like I started to recently, uh, learn about, well not learn about, but like hear about, um, like cave systems that exist under you know obviously that's what a cave is but like you know how people will find like these entrances into caves and there are these special teams uh from like research institutes and whatnot that are called to go and they go uh, i'm trying to think i think the term is caving if i'm not mistaken but it's it's really intense like these guys squeeze themselves into like cracks and crevices yeah. that hey oh you usually couldn't go hey oh um yeah like i'm much more fascinated by like because just for uh, now i'm rambling but just for like reference like no I'm, please keep going so they've been trying to like expand for example they've been trying to expand like the subway in rome for years and every time they continue to like keep digging. They find like, oh shit, here's another set of like ancient ruins. Like, no God, kidding. Oh, dude, like the entire area is just covered with ruins. And right. as a result, then they like can't expand and can't build there anymore. So, like, if that's happening, you know, what else could be, you know, what else could exist sure. under the earth? I'm really interested in the um, like the hot vents. Oh yeah, the, yeah. We're like super close to the actual inside of the Earth. Oh yeah. But if given the choice, I would probably pick space. Why space though? I'm super fascinated with black holes. Like if I if 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 the scenario ever happened, you go have, on, tell you me all. all the resources that you would need. You know, you would be able to explore black holes. Yeah. So it, you know, like I don't know how much you dive into black holes on a daily basis but like not as regular well i mean hey maybe not as regularly as me hey hey oh it's a um, very cheeky episode to start with quite quite um but you know the theory behind a black hole is that it could transport you to uh, another universe oh yeah because of the wormhole aspect of it but what we're gonna we're gonna have to save this for like another episode but i think definitely i don't know if i was talking to you about it but there's a a, a documentary on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken, called a glitch in the matrix. Oh yeah, we we did speak we about did speak this. about it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna assign you a little homework. Okay, watch it. I might even rewatch it, and we'll we'll make that like a you know we'll talk about that later on because cool that fascinates me, and I think that's right up there with this whole idea of alternate universes and all that kind of stuff. Sweet. I think it would be insane to assume that we are the only beings. Yeah, at I'm, all. I'm a big multiverse. I, I am too. We'll, I am we'll, too. We'll save that for yeah. another episode. I was well. going to say, we're going to have to, yeah. When we do our, uh, we'll do an after hours episode. Maybe we'll, we'll have a little something other than beer, if anything. And we'll, uh, I like hearing that. Yeah. We'll make that happen. Okay. Let's get into the brew news. Brew news. Yeah. So there's a, there's a little bit today. It's not much about beer, but it is related at least. Uh, I found that 7-Eleven is teaming up with Minibar to deliver beer and wine in Florida, Texas, and Virginia. Really? Yes, sir. Why? Why Seven Eleven? 
that it that is a phenomenal question but like the when i think about it in new jersey you can't buy beer at a 7-eleven but i'm pretty sure in new york you can i think we're actually one of the only states where you can't yeah. purchase alcohol that's what i'm really even too. in in supermarkets yeah you can't even buy uh alcohol so probably they, huh. they probably sell it there anyway oh yeah that's that's actually a pretty good thing yeah i like that i feel like that's a smart i do get speaking of which i've like missed my delivery like twice but like i do get wine like oh, nice. delivered on a it used to be on a monthly basis and i was like this is a little too much little you too get like much. six miles at a time right I think I get nine at this point. Oh, my point. goodness. I think I get nine, and I, like, tried to cancel. Nick's a VIP the, member. Oh, yeah. And the, the girl on the other line was really helpful because I was like, it's a little too much. Because I, I was calling up, you know, friends, and I was like, let's have a girl's night. It's like, it's girl's night. And there was one time where we did. We must have polished off, like, seven bottles of wine between, like, the three of us. And I was like, this is, this is not healthy. We can't do this anymore. So now I'm down to just... Uh, once every three, uh, once every three months. I'm like, okay, I could do that. Or four side, months. Side note: that hangover is not fun. It depends because if you're buying like decent oh, wine, like good wine, it's the same. It's the same sort of thing as beer. Sure. Like when we were together a couple of weeks ago, and we drank, I think after a while, nothing but. Oh like my god! The Bud Light. light beer, like Bud Light. I have never felt my age. As much as I did that next. You were rough that morning. I was rough. Nick had like my possessions next to the bed that he was uh, sleeping in, like on the nightstand. I'm looking all over the house for it. I'm like, where is this? I get sticky fingered when I get like, to that <laughs> when I get to that point in Sticky uh, Bandits. Like if you're if uh, a little someone actually, it's a good friend of ours, uh, that's how he came into my life. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how he came into my life. He, uh, yeah, okay. That's how that's, I remember that story. Yeah, that's how I got Hector. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on him. Yeah. Um, what else we got for news? Uh, the only other thing that I really found uh, having to do with some like brew news uh, actually has to do with uh, NPR or PBS. Just did like this profile on uh, this one individual. Her name is uh, Sister Doris uh, Engelhard. She's a 72-year-old Franciscan nun, and she claims to be the world's last nun brewmeister. Oh, my goodness. And she, uh, she's still out there. Um, she's steadfast. She's got strong opinions about her beer and when people should drink it. And I love the fact this is a quote from her. During Lent, fasting is difficult for me. Eating one meal a day is tough. But beer is liquid. It doesn't count as food when you fast. A strong beer gives me strength. This lady is ahead of her years. She absolutely is. She's a, a yeah, she's been brewing now for about 50 years, uh, or she's been the brewmaster for 50 years at the uh, Mallersdorf Abbey Brewery in southeastern Bavaria. Wow. Uh, yeah, and they've been, uh, you know, founded in like the 12th century, home to 400 nuns, and they've been brewing since like 1881. 1881. Yeah, right. Not a not a not a bad not a bad deal by any means. So. You know, we touched on it a couple episodes ago that um, pretzels actually came from monasteries, but so does beer. Oh, absolutely. Monks brew beer. Apparently, nuns do too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Look at see. I think that this, and I didn't realize it, but yet again, could not be more fitting for for today's episode. For today's episode. Yeah. 
Shall we tell everyone what we're doing? I was gonna say, shall we get into it then? We yeah. got anything else for Brew News? Uh, no? I, you know what? I actually do have something else really quickly, and this yeah. is for most of the New Jerseyans, New Jerseyites uh, that are listening for us to us. Icarus Brewing, yeah, is opening up a new brew house. Oh, in Brick! It's going to triple the size of their current brewery. Oh no way! But we'll also have a beer garden. And uh, a tap room, I believe. Oh, nice. Because they're, unfortunately, they're like in the middle of nowhere to like get yeah, to them now. In, at this uh, they're in uh, Lakewood. Thank you. Lakewood. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yep. like in a, like a, uh, like a prefab, yes. like One building or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks yep. like you're like pulling up to like a, like a silo. Kind of. Anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So Love they're, so they're going to be opening though. up in Brick. Oh, that's awesome. Brick, New Jersey. So anyone who loves Icarus, be on the lookout. 2022 is when they're in before. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Cool. That's the brew news. What about the brew? That is the brew news. So moving ever so swiftly uh, from Sister Doris into our Lord and Savior. Even more Jesus. Even more Jesus, right? Even more Jesus is what we're going to be drinking today. Uh, This is from Evil Twin uh, Brewing. A little tricky, to be honest with you, in terms of like figuring out where. Oh, it was yeah. actually we, brewed. We talked, I was yeah, trying to do a little this. bit of research. Uh, the can itself does note that it was brewed in uh, in Stratford, uh, in Connecticut. However, they have their um, their tap room, right? Tap room and brewery. It is listed as them also having a brewery uh, in uh, Ridgewood, in Queens. Interesting. Uh, so somewhere between Queens and uh, Connecticut, Connecticut. Uh, this was uh, brewed up. Um, let me give you a little rundown exactly yeah, of yeah, what, what we're we, talking about Yeah, what are we here. drinking? So uh, a few times in the history of craft beer, it has happened that a highly praised beer rises beyond mortal stardom into a higher godly league. Usually the, reci- usually the recipe to make such heavenly drops is thick fudge-like body, Ooh. pitch black color, lovely, amazingly overwhelming aroma of chocolate, coffee, dark fruits, and muscovado sugar, obviously only made in limited amounts, and most crucial of all, it must taste rare. This sounds like the best novel I've read in a right? long time. Where's the rest of this story? I hope so. Well, hopefully we'll find it at the bottom of our glasses. Uh, so this is an imperial stout. We're looking at about a 12% ABV. That is tipping the on scales. This, uh, on this sucker. So let's go ahead and... Get a little, get a little look. I'm expecting pitch black. Yep. Oh, that is pitch black. If I did say. So, so. Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) What is that from? He must have silence. I'm not sure. When Steve Urkel used to turn into Stefan Urkel. Oh my gosh! What a, (laughs) what a drop! Great show, by the way. Oh. I saw that on at like two in the morning. Did you really? A month ago, yeah, like a little block of it. And I had to sit there and watch it because uh, not, you, uh, not a childhood-defining show, but do you remember? Great our, show. You remember obviously Thanks, our friend Darwin. Yeah, Darwin and I used to sing the theme song in our English class and used to get in trouble all the time. That I, sounds like something Darwin would absolutely. Darwin would do. So let's go ahead and ooh, even just pouring it, and it's actually it for like a coffee. second it wasn't even in our hands. It was a little away from us. You got that smell. Yeah, that right roasted, quick. roasted malty kind of. It's definitely pitch black. It is as pitch. advertised. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Ooh, it even clinks thick. Mm. 
Hmm. That is like drinking alcoholic molten lava cake, like Ooh. chocolate lava cake. You see, I'm getting a lot more molasses. There's oh yeah, I'm getting a lot of molasses in that at the end, at the like very coffee, end, coffee even molasses. on like the sides of my tongue. This is quite a beer. It is. It's a, it's a potent beer. Mm-hmm. Mm. It does have a good. It does have a good full consistency though. Like you do want because I know that I'm a fan. I like a good imperial stout. Depends to begin for me. With. I'm, I'm picky with my stouts. So. Not to not to uh, go by anything, but I didn't know this really that there is a difference between like a Russian imperial stout um, and like an American imperial stout. Okay, this is much more of an American imperial stout, um, where the American uh, version of them, if anything, has more notes of vanilla beans, chili powder, maple yep. syrup, like coffee and like marshmallows. Yep. Um, whereas like your typical Russian Imperial uh, really doesn't have nearly as much of that. It's much more of like the molasses and malty oh, okay. sort of flavors that I you're going to be know getting. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I did a little bit of that. This it, is very good for, uh, this is another thing like um, when we had the Belgian, Belgian beer a few episodes ago. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge stout person, but this is very good. And I'm not tasting as much of that 12% no. ABV as I thought. You know what's kind of funny? The first sip I did, the second, not nearly as much. Maybe a little it's bit at the pretty, very, very yeah, end. It's, it's really smooth. And like, I can't get over that brownie-like fudge. It really, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what I would almost like want to like have this with. I feel like, again, this is one of those like have a good steak Maybe a good, like, mm. rare steak. Or even... I would have it with ice cream. I was... You know what's funny? I was actually even going to say, like, a good piece of chocolate. Like a like a, like a fancy chocolate. Like maybe oh, a little, like, like uh, pomegranate dark chocolate. Ooh, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I do... I do like it. I do like it. But... I hear a but. Let me, let me, let me go ahead. And for show, let me go for ahead. science, for please science, do. Let me go ahead and... Hmm. So now I had taken this out of the fridge roughly 25-ish minutes ago, and I don't know if I want it to be all the way to room temperature. Like cellar temp? You want the cellar temp. Yeah, and I feel like maybe that's playing a little bit with, with my taste buds. I don't know. And I can tell, honestly, because I'm drinking it kind of fast. That'll sneak up on you. I feel like you and I are drinking a little bit at the same pace. And yes, it's, That's I guess that was like, that was like the third or the fourth sip. And yeah, it's, uh, it's like, it's like, a, it's almost like whiny. How how it sneaks I up on you? I think that's what I'm tasting at the very end. Taste and wine? that's where I'm getting some of that like alcohol Let me see. flavor. This is a very, very scientific process, folks. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if you necessarily realize that. Oh yeah, there is. You know what? That's the dark fruit. I, I think that's what it is, that's right? Because like I said, I'm getting flavors. it on the sides of my tongue as well. Mm -hmm. Well, that is solid. Um, it's gotten, it's gotten more on me. Like, so I'm a little curious. So if anything, and I want to see if I can actually find it, because you know me, I buy everything con 
completely based on marketing. Yeah. So this is the second one that I had seen. But when I had seen it, I was like, even more Jesus. Yes, please. That's what we need. Um, but that's we, we that, all need a little you more know Jesus. What? And if there's any one takeaway that you can that you can make from today's episode is we need a little bit more Jesus, yeah. even more Jesus. Yeah. They make a jelly donut even more. Oh my Jesus. goodness! And I feel like the second that I had read it, I was like, "That would be fucking awesome." Yeah, I wow. want. I want to try that. I'm swearing much more like flagrantly now. That's uh, that now, 12 ABV. I'm, that's the 12 ABV right there. Real quick, just as a as a fun little fact, do you know where the term imperial stout had come from? I, from my understanding, I know imperial yeah. is usually a marker of the ABV. So anything over a certain percentage gets an imperial um, like nomination behind it. Interesting. So what I had at least found was that the term imperial was developed uh, by Thrall's Anchor Brewery. They had made a dark beer to be exported to the court of Catherine II of Russia. Oh. And like the brewery then like had changed hands. And when it was exported later on, it was given an official uh like russian warrant of a like of approval and subsequently could go ahead and use the term then imperial to be because associated. it was given to the royal exactly court. to give exactly so that that's what i had read i mean if anybody wants to go ahead and comment otherwise you know your hands okay yeah no, you know what? I think I smashed my pinky in oh. like my sleep. I'm sorry. Was I? No, it's I freaked okay. out a little bit. No, yeah. you know, I just wanted to just, make sure. Just, I don't know. I couldn't tell for a second. I've got these sausage fingers as it is. You know, I'm a doctor. You I, I, I do know you are a doctor. The closest thing to a doctor we have in this apartment. <laughs> at, at this point in time, yes. Yeah. Okay, so this was really good. Um, what are you going to give it? I'm probably sitting around 4.1, 4.15, but I think I'm lowballing. Oh, here. you see? Okay. I think it deserves a little more. I'm going to go like a 3.8. Okay. I, I don't know. There's there's something about it. I gave it such a high grade because I don't normally enjoy stouts this much. You see, and I do I do like a good stout, and I think I would like a little bit more of that of some of those darker fruit flavors to come through. Okay. I, I'm getting just a little too much molasses. It's a lot. And that natural molasses flavor is yeah. Like not always the greatest for me. I think it leaves a little like coat on my tongue. It definitely does. So I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of that flavor. This is a sticky beer. It's a sticky beer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Beautiful. So, so that is even more Jesus. Even more Jesus again Evil from Twin. Evil Twin Brewing. We should I don't know if we've realized that we've been doing it necessarily, but that we've been going for so many uh local ish sort of uh sort of beers. We should go ahead and make a uh Ooh, there's that 12%. <laughs> we we should, go ahead. We should go ahead and we got to make a little like a uh, pilgrimage. Oh, definitely. I think to some of these places. We need, we need to make a beer road trip. We do. We got, oh, I know exactly what we're calling. We're going on a beer run. We're going on a beer run. Done. Folks, stay tuned for once we actually have time and money. And we won't be back in weeks. <laughs> God, I can't wait for that. To, speaking of which, <laughs> I got to check my lottery tickets. Oh, yeah. I hope you, do you have a seven on there? I don't know off the top of my head. I go for like quick picks. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. know. I'm much of a. I'm more of a pick my own I numbers should, kind of gal. But I feel like I'm just gonna let chance play chance. Sometimes it's the best way to do it. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, 
if anything, today's episode, uh, again, beers and super zeros. Like I said, don't know where this really came from. I was driving by. What did I say? You said you were. No, I just. Oh, I, I just mouthed super oh, zeros. Just mouth, oh, I'm say, just, I I'm just imitating wrong? you. No, I'm sorry. Well, you you should mean, be. As your elder. <laughs> yes. By a whole 48 by hours. Whole, no, 96. Oh, yeah. I can't do math. That's okay, because I think that 96 is three A's, and it's not. No, it's four. No. Oh, it is four. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We can't, neither of us can do math. Welcome to the Not Math Podcast. That's, that's what we're going to call it from now on. Uh, but I was driving home, and like I said, I don't know what I had heard, what I had listened to, but I, you know, something about superheroes, and I was like, let's kind of run with this. I know that you're a, you're a big, you, you're into the, you know, DC Definitely. and Marvel universe. You like a lot of this sort of stuff. Uh, so I felt like this is a kind of like a, a good sort of crossover. Um, and obscure. And a bit obscure. A obscure. Yeah. So That's my kind of style. Do you want to present your first? I like. I'm a little curious. Sure. Who you kind of like found out? So sure. You know. And okay. again, these are all these are all superheroes, or I believe in certain cases like super villains uh, that have been created at one point or another, and for whatever reason, we don't know them. So I actually picked a supervillain, um, but I'm going to start with my superhero. Yeah. So Kid Eternity is the name. This hero. It's a rapper, right? I think so. Kid Eternity? Kid Eternity. It sounds like, yeah. This hero was tragically killed during a strike on his fishing boat during World War II. Oh. Problem is, he wasn't supposed to pass for another 75 years. So, as recompense for that, he was given the ability to go back to his life. I'm sorry. Before you go any further, you smug son of a bitch. What word did you just use? Recompense. That's an SAT word. That is, yeah, it's a goddamn SAT yeah. word. Like, we, and we you did words. it so subtly too. <laughs> this smug what, little like, like I'm gonna. I'm just waiting for you to go ahead and acknowledge what movie is that um, with Robin Williams? You know, words were was it Patch Adams? I don't know. All right, I'll have to do some research. Right. We'll, we'll get you next time. Okay. But um, okay, so he was brought back. Uh, because he wasn't supposed to die for another 75 years. And when he came back, he was given the power to roam the earth. Yeah. And anytime he uses the word eternity, yeah. he can talk to someone from the past. Someone from the past, anyone from the past, shows up. Oh. That's actually a really cool power to have. And I'm not going to take it in a morbid direction. No. But you can, like, you can contact anyone. You can talk to Einstein, get him back come up with new scientific mumble jumbo whatever he does i feel like it's one of those things where like would you then actively try to avoid using the term eternity, eternity then or would it like all of a sudden like cleopatra go home <laughs> go home go home go home i told you i will talk to you I next week we're done you know i don't know if you would use it in conversation that much do you so this, so you said this happened that you know. So I'm assuming that this was probably late 40s, early 50s. This, this was, was like developed, or? I believe, right in the middle or the late 50s. Okay, from what I remember, it just sounds like such a like I could imagine like being at the at the pitch meeting. Like, okay, so what does a superhero right? do? Uh, I don't know. Every time he says eternity, he can talk to the dead, but not the dead. But the dead. But the dead. I love it. Put it to print. Yeah, that, that's how that went. Okay, but here's the interesting thing. Hmm. So in the 90s, Kid Eternity was brought back uh, was brought back to life in a three-part mini-comic series. Oh. 
but this time it was a bit darker. Yeah. He was named Vertigo, and um, it was still the same general story. He was, you know, killed on his fishing boat, but this time, instead of just being given back his life, he arrived in an artificial heaven created by the Lords of Chaos, and they pretty much tricked him into thinking that he was there for mistake, and then he went out and unwittingly did their bidding oh. for them. And this time, every time he used the word eternity, someone came back from the past, but it was a demon assuming the form of the person that he wanted. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So they really took it and completely flipped it around. Huge then. turn. Whoa. Yeah. Kid so I, I thought that was super interesting because he, he appeared in between then. He appeared a second time yeah. in between those two. But those were the two defining Kid Eternity miniseries. I dig that. That's yeah. a good one. That's a cool one. That's a very cool one. I, uh, for my first one, I'm actually going to like roll a cigarette as okay. I, uh, would, would you like me to do my it? villain? Oh, no, no, no. Because I feel like it's actually very appropriate that I do it for this one. Oh, okay. I like to hear that. So have you heard of Super DuPont? Super DuPont. I have not. Okay. So Super DuPont is a, supposed to be more of kind of the like French, if you will, equivalent to like a Superman. Okay. Okay. Give or take. So he first appeared in September of 1972. It's said that Super DuPont is the son of the unknown soldier who's buried underneath the Arc de, Tri uh, Arc de Triomphe. No way. Yeah. Okay. So he's presented in this kind of like stereotypical sort of like chauvinist sort of way. And he actively fights against a terrorist organization that's known as Anti-France. Very creative. Super. Very, very creative. As anti-France. This must have been the same writers for uh, Kid Eternity's character. Had to have been. Yeah. And the those agents of anti-France want to go ahead and, you know, obviously destroy the French culture, country. Sure. And those agents, they speak a language that's known as anti-Francois. Also very creative. Which is a mix of, and I haven't, and I wanted to look it up and I didn't get a chance to. But it's a mix of English, Italian, Russian, German, and Spanish. Oh, wow. Okay. He wears a beret. As he should. As he should. He's got a striped jersey in the French colors. Sure. He wears slippers. He smokes uh, Galois cigarettes. What's that? Uh, it's a type of like, you know, Charles de Gaulle. It's like named after Charles de Gaulle. It's oh. a type of cigarette. Okay. Uh, he drinks red wine eats French cheeses, he can fly, and he is a master of savate, which is a French style of, like, kickboxing. Interesting. I'm going to show you real quick. This is what Super Dupont... Oh! Oh, that was me. You X'd them out. I, uh... That's all right. Technical difficulties. I'm actually sabotaging my co-host. That's perfectly fine. I will... Uh, did you happen to see what I had? I saw him... But I, though I had never heard of him before. Okay. And I only know because it was on the screen. This is what Super DuPont looks like. So he's a flying charcuterie board, he essentially. <laughs> For, more or less. He is a flying, smoking charcuterie board. Sounds like the kind yes. of guy I want to know. I I have no... And this is like a, a, a cult classic really yeah like it was it first came out as like a um, a comic in a french belgian uh comic series and then continued throughout the course i mean 
So this is uh, look at him. Yeah, this is you know in the first edition, he's uh, clearly drunk with that red nose. He's got a yeah. little bit of a big stomach. Yeah. But then uh, by the fourth one, he all of a sudden I guess goes ahead and starts to like work out a little bit. Look at his hat. To, what are those? Uh, beret? That's a beret. Yeah, yeah. Look at that beret. This is yeah. And again, he's got like crossovers in certain episodes or in certain editions, like with Superman. Looking at him, and we'll we'll get him up on the screen so we can show you guys. It looks oh, yeah. like a French Captain America. It, it that's a hundred percent what he looks like. Yeah. So he's like a proponent for a free and powerful like um, like French economy. You know. Oh, it's it's just bombastic this is an interesting one uh, yeah I, like i said it was really kind of like i saw like super dupont and i thought i to myself i thought to myself i was like oh super dupont i was like i guarantee this is like a 1950s like brought to you by like the dupont company right. you know but turns out no this is a legit that's a good find that's a that's not bad that's you know? a that's a good find i've saved i saved him or i put him first because i'm saving my my second one for uh for for last, for last, save the best for last. Absolutely, I'm gonna I'm gonna do our first uh, our first super villain. Oh yeah. So what what would we call a super villain zero? How how? Aren't all villains already super zeros? That deserves a pound. Boom. <laughs> Don't know. I need to make the boom high pitch. The explosion. <laughs> so um, my super villain is asbestos lady, which I absolutely when you had kind of like said it out loud, you're like. Oh my God, asbestos lady. I was like, yes. Asbestos lady. Absolutely. Okay, so she is a woman who wraps herself in asbestos. As, rightfully so. As one does. Right, as one would do. Um, the, the, uh, the caption on the website said, if Darwin Awards were given out to comic book characters, she'd definitely be in for a surprise. Oh my God. Okay, so this character was actually created before we knew about asbestos's harmful effects oh yeah because literally everything was made of yeah. asbestos yeah so so check out the check out the real reason why she's a villain this character actually predates a majority of the marvel universe this is a, a very oh. very old um i think i said 40s yeah but is she a marvel character she's not like, okay she's not um, and he, it wasn't even Marvel back then. It was actually called Timely Comics. So this is, oh, this yes, is how yes, far yes, back yes. this was, okay? So when she came about, the main um, protagonist of that story was the Human Torch. No relation to the Fantastic The film. one that we... Oh, okay. The original Human oh, Torch had, okay. had his own comic book series, I suppose. Yeah. So what, what fights fire better than asbestos? Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. So, um, wow, my God. You know, based I mean, on 1940s logic. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, knowing what we know now, that sounds asinine, but at the right. time, I could just imagine. Mean, it totally works. Well, because asbestos is fireproof. Exactly. But it's. So she, she could be the one. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, in, actually, in a fitting tribute for this character, she was later brought back to prominence within the Marvel comics. I did not know this. Huh. Yep, um, but it was only brief, and it was in an epilogue, really. So, kind of fitting. She died at forty-five of lung cancer. Yeah, that. May, uh, well, <laughs> thanks. It's like you waited for me to like go ahead and light my cigarette before you did that. That Good. was no, uh, thank not, you. That was uh, unplanned. Yeah, yeah just yeah. A, just a happy accident. Yes, if that's gonna happen, just <laughs> need a little bit of even more Jesus. Just a little more Jesus. That'll get us through. 
now that it is warmed up, I noticed before it is significantly smoother, and I think all of the flavors have really evened out. Yeah, really, really nicely. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that I, I needed to warm up. Yeah, I'm glad that I needed to go ahead and and take that sip after you. Shots fired. came after you. Asbestos lady will have her revenge. <laughs> that was the sounds of shots firing. Oh, in case, is that what it in was? case you weren't. In this neighborhood, you never can tell. You know, <laughs> there are some stories about walking out around in Asbury, um, but we, we, that's neither here nor there. No, that, that was when Asbury was fun. Please tell me about your next zero. This is... Now, I will, I will preface this by saying... Mm, I had never heard of this individual, naturally. And Alan Moore. Do you know who Alan Moore is? He's I don't think so. He's the author of uh, like books such as like V for Vendetta and so like, you know, similar. Saw the movie. He's allegedly claimed like that this is his favorite superhero. Okay. So this is Herbie the Fat Fury. Have you heard of this at all or heard of him? I have not, sir. Okay. So Herbie the Fat Fury is Herbie Popnecker, P-O-P-N-E-C-K-E-R, Popnecker. What a name. Right? He's a totally antithetical superhero. He's short. He's obese. He's emotionless. He's like very terse. He's unstylish. Nice word. Terse? Yes. Thank you. This is, thanks, Wikipedia. This is the English show. Welcome. So he he's often like um, shown to be sleeping, and his father always gets on his back about being lazy and and the whole nine yards. However, he gets his superheroes or his superpowers evidently from genetics, as well as from these magical lollipops. He always has like a lollipop in his mouth, and get, that was given to him by someone that's just referred to as the unknown. Okay. Okay. Taking candy from strangers sounds like exactly exactly what we should do. So in typical Herbie the Fat Fury fashion, he goes to superhero school, but he fails out. Despite that, he decides that he does want to still have a costume though. So he adorns full long underwear, like red underwear with like the little hatch in the back. Okay. He's got a blue plastic mask he's got a blue cape and he wears a plunger on his head oh my goodness okay captain underpants exactly however here is a list of his powers now and i i was going to include this at first but didn't but i want to now 12 abv um on the wikipedia page he is described as like in the last sentence as essentially like more powerful than satan like he's so here's a list of his powers. Okay. He can fly. He's nearly indestructible. He has the power of invisibility. He has hypnotic eyes, so he can essentially like take down an opponent just by staring at them. He can travel through time. Oh my goodness. Through like a grandfather clock. He can speak to animals and to inanimate objects. Now, all of those animals all of those inanimate objects and all of those people that he encounters throughout history all know who he is. Everybody knows 
who he is. They all recognize him the whole nine yards. That's the like whole bit. Simultaneously, despite his height and his stature and the way he carries himself, he is irresistible to almost all women. Who is this guy? All women, and I'll bring up a photo as well to show you. All women find him to be irresistible. And the best part is, is that he always has a gadget for everything, no matter what. So there's one particular episode, uh, edition or comic where he like needs to have, you know, marshmallows for one reason or another. And he's in the time of King Arthur. He's got him in his pocket. Oh, cause he can travel through time. He can travel through time. Exactly. So whenever anybody in what's like described as like meta humor, whenever anybody will like look at him and be like, where'd you get that from? He will like respond of like, don't even bother asking where I got it from. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's all right. He encounters, and this is my favorite, favorite part. Mm. This is already very good, by the way. Oh, dude, I'm like... This is the best one today. I think so. Yeah. I really think so. My favorite part, he encounters lookalikes throughout history. So whenever he goes back in times, he runs into people that look like him, all of whom he thinks are ugly. Like, we'll openly go ahead oh and refer goodness. to as ugly the entire time. And to me, that is brilliant. That is, such that a- is so goddamn funny. It's won a whole bunch of, like, like awards back in the 60s for the, um, like, the awards for, like, best humor in a comic. And just reading, like, the background of this guy, I can't help but think, like, this is the funniest, funniest superhero that's ever and perhaps the most powerful oh, that's what i was thinking yeah he's he is completely indestructible like so when he flies and he can like fly essentially like underground he can fly and break through walls he when he punches he apparently like punches with like super fast like you know rapid like hits and whatnot what the hell man yeah let me show you what this guy looks like real okay. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you get an idea. Yeah, yeah. You, we'll show you guys too. Herbie. Yeah, we'll post this up. Okay, so this might be my favorite superhero ever. I mean, I'm in this mindset where like I can't help Herbie but... Popnecker. Herbie Popnecker. Good old Herb. Like, like hilarious. He looks half asleep. Well, and that's the whole thing is that he's shown with like his eyes are always half closed and he's always shown, like I said, like half asleep around like his father and whatnot. Herbie needs a movie. Who? who? I swear to God, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why has nobody gone ahead and tried to resurrect this superhero? I feel like this is, this is the next, have you seen the Deadpool movies? I haven't, but I do know like the concept, if you will. Ryan Reynolds is phenomenal in, I heard, yeah. In both of those. Yeah. And like just hysterical as a, as a character. Who, who could we pick to play Herbie? I would almost want it to be an unknown okay. younger. My first thought was Chris Farley. Oh, if Chris Farley would have made still a like, perfect is, Herbie. Is the, and again, part of my ignorance, cause I never like watch it at all. But like, is the, the one son from like modern family, he's, st- he's, he's still a little bit on the, on the, Heavier side, like the reason why I was also tentative to use this because God forbid, oh, you're fat shaming. Shut up. We're not. Like we're not. Like this is quite literally 
he might be the superest of 100%. superheroes. By the way, just a note, we never judge. We just observe. Meh. Oh, all right. Yeah. You know how I feel. Anyhow. I never judge. I just observe. Yeah. I Well, neither do I. But um, um, I, that was my first was Chris Farley. But, you know, I don't really watch enough Modern Family to tell you. I don't either. But I do know that that kid is very... He's his comedic timing. I know is very. He's, he's pretty funny. He yeah. is a funny kid, and I think he's he's got to be like at this point probably he's like probably maybe like 20. his early twenties, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think that he would fit. That's a good perfectly one. in this role. I'm blown away by this character. I can't get over the the amount and the vast variety of powers that he has, and that's what it is. There's it really was one of those things of like okay, so this is an individual that. Yeah, doesn't fit the mold no. at all, but he has every superpower and then some. He is virtually indestructible. He's not the superhero we want. He's the superhero we need. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, couldn't have, I couldn't have put that all together any better. Definitely not. No, not even if I tried. I'm taking credit for this one. Uh, listen, it's all you. It's you all can send all your hate mail. Everything's <laughs> about me. Yep. Look at me. Even when you think it's about you, it's always a little it's bit about me. It's still about me. That's how Danny described his wedding. <laughs> That's mostly accurate. I think so. I think so. Wow. That was a good one, man. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Thank you. You got some good choices over there, too. I, the asbestos woman. It was asbestos woman? Asbestos lady. Lady? I like how you did tell me that asbestos she was a lady. lady. Yep. She's a lady. She's a lady. You be nice to her. Oh, God. Yeah, that's it. Any um, Anything else? You got a quick question for me? Maybe next time. Maybe next time, but I'm loving the fact that I managed to forget from one to the next. I'm okay and I was with that. very, very much caught off Gotta guard. Got to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you know, it. Appreciate you. I'm here for you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate We're you here guys for too. you guys, too. Appreciate yes. you as well. Yes. Uh, also, stay tuned for the socials, our socials. Absolutely. At the end of the episode. Uh, in the meantime, also, you know, just uh, if you guys have any like suggestions for us about either topics or beers, go ahead and shoot us an email at beersandpodcast at gmail.com. We will go ahead and respond to those as quickly as we can. We are very receptive. Very receptive. We both have full-time jobs that we're like, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. If our bosses are watching or listening, you know. Totally. If, if I could sure. wrap myself in asbestos, I might. I live in a building that was built in 27, so I'm probably pretty much already You're living. wrapped in asbestos. I'm already living in asbestos. Uh, but with that being said, folks, uh, stay safe, enjoy yourselves, and uh, make sure you join us again uh, for another episode of uh, Beer's End. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Peace. Beers End is hosted by Alex Chula and me, Nick Messina. Video producer is Mike Delavan. Original music is by Alex Chula. Sound effects have been provided by Zapsplat. And audio editing and producing is from me, Nick Messina. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Beers End wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at beers underscore 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 and. That's beers, three underscores, the word and on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, Alex and I always want you to enjoy your beer safely and responsibly. Neither Alex nor myself have any affiliations with any of the breweries we sampled in this episode, be them legal affiliations or otherwise.
If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at beersandpodcast at gmail.com. That's beers, the word and, podcast at gmail.com.